got a problem here And it's more than just Alvin's dream and Punisher When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, got two friends who you won't forget Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival Laughing non-stop, case drops on a cycle Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? AFs, it might as well stay up Lies being told like that dinosaur BS Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us Having the time, roasting your favorite pizza Bougie ain't an option, it's the wage Take it to the grave, add moving to the place You already know when they take the case Laugh the pain away, it's affirmative Hello folks, long time no hear from Welcome to another Affirmative Murder mini-sode We are back with a bunch of new emails Ready to get a couple of these episodes rattled off We've missed you so much Once again, before we get started It's AffirmativeMurder at gmail.com Please send us in your tales from the hood Get to us, let us know what's going on in your world Fran, how does it feel to be back Doing another one of these episodes It feels good man it's, 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 We went on a little hiatus But you know, again we can't do the show if we don't have emails. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to tell you guys what's going on with my neighbors watering <laughs> flowers and stuff. It's boring. <laughs> right. Right. I want to hear right. you guys' crazy shit going on. We got some emails and it's time to pump them out now. Yes. So let's go. Yes, sir. Uh, so let's not, with no further ado, let's get into it. This is an email from, let me check to make sure. Yes, uh, they said their name is pronounced this way, so I'm assuming, and you can use my name. This email is from Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. And her email reads, hi, Alvin and Fran. This is actually an affirmative birder, Tales from the Hood. Whoa, crossover of two genres. Also, a warning about Brooklyn wildlife. Every spring, my landlord would allow me roof access to grow a vegetable garden. This year, someone broke the door to the rooftop, so instead, he's given me access to his garden slash patio in the lot across. Okay. One day, I was gardening, and I saw a mound of flies on something. Upon having a closer look, I realized it was a baby bird that was likely fallen that had likely fallen out of its nest and now was being devoured by the flies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, the sight of it was sickening. It, the, the reading of it is sickening. The next day, I'm gardening while my landlord is pulling some vines uh, off of the neighboring building. He hadn't realized, but he accidentally pulled out the nest from the vines. In it was a baby bird. For whatever reason, he asked me to take care of the bird. I put the nest in a bucket, tied the bucket high in a tree where his, uh, where his nest originated in the hopes that the mama bird would find them. I fed it some baby food and some tuna puree. All right, well, high class. Okay, You're really feeding this baby the good shit. Uh, put it in the bucket and hoped that they would make it through the night. If they did, I would name the bird Alex. To my joy, Alex made it through the night. I continued to feed him periodically time through the week, and soon enough, Mama <laughs> That is the best video of all time. I, don't, I quote that, vi that video so, so much in my life. It's crazy. A long, periodically time. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, so she would check on him enough through the week to, um, to make sure that the mama, the mama bird would find them. Now they had two moms to feed. Oh, sorry. Oh, they said, I'm sorry. She said, soon enough, the mama bird found them. Oh, okay. Now they had two moms to feed him. Her, including her. So that's nice. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that's where the happy part ends. A few days later, when I went to check on Alex, all I found were a few feathers and very little bones. Something had eaten Alex. The same day I discovered Alex's remains, my landlord found another nest in the vines, and it had three bird eggs in it. But sadly, something had already emptied out the contents of the eggs. Oh, my God. I just thought... Hmm. I just thought NYC wildlife is no joke. 
Yeah, there's just birds being eaten everywhere. All these, Jesus. Then again, last summer, I got jumped by two rats who stole my pizza. And a couple, <laughs> and a couple of years before that, a raccoon spent days trying to break into my apartment. And a couple of years before that, a squirrel stole my sandwich in the park. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the Alex saga. May, the, may, he rest, may they rest in peace. I love the show. You, you guys are amazing and make my life brighter. Uh, from Lisa, pronounced like Lisa, and yes, you can use my name. So thank you, Lisa. That was insane. Um, I'm sorry that you had to grow this attachment to this bird and then something ate it. Yeah. I'm also terrified that she left it at something. Like they never figured out. It could have been a, a like a... Another bird. A, I see that all the time. What, from your post office shenanigans or just... Yeah, being outside, I see... I see. Uh, you see birds eating the birds or you I just see, see birds, carcasses? I see I know I see birds like bigger birds, like ravens. Uh huh. Eating those, smaller birds. Taking smaller birds and they're flying and trying to catch it, fighting. It's all. It's cool. It's kind of cool to see sometimes. Is it cool? That sounded. I hated that. I mean, that yeah. was like really traumatic to me. Like you see, I don't. I don't want to grow an attachment to a bird and then find its bones and on the ground. It's nature, man. Can't do nothing about that. You know something, man. When you're right, you're right. I forgot you're <laughs> like a. You're a big fan of like Steve Irwin and and. Uh, <laughs> Really, a, a cold sentiment. Hey, man, shit happens. Life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want <laughs> to see these birds getting eviscerated like that, man. That's fucking. The only thing I got from that story is that, you know, all these these animals still in her sandwiches. And, and yeah, I mean, her. why is she a mark like, like this? Easy, easy target. I, I mean, the amount of, out of incidents she had us a raccoon and a squirrel, and it's like everything in the animal kingdom just is like, oh, yeah, I'm taking that. That's my yeah. food now. Yeah, you can't be getting de-blocked by nature like that. You got to step up and stand up for yourself. <laughs> you got to do better, Lisa. Don't, don't let them punk you like that out there. Especially in New York, you got to grow tough skin. You keep saying every other year. It sounds like you've been out there for years. You're yeah. supposed to grow, grow that tough, thick New York skin by now. Getting chumped by she birds. She got, she got jumped. She said. She, she got, got jumped jump by two rats. rats. Yeah, jumped by two rats. They and stole her pizza. Those rats in New York are Oh, cats. New York rats. Yeah, New York rats, they wear pants and they wear loafers <laughs> they, and stuff. They walk like, on back to Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I think she literally got jumped. Like, they, like, pulled a switchblade <laughs> yeah. out on her. Yeah. Like, you know, they go to work and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Construction. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pay union dues. Uh, so uh, this uh, next email is from somebody who would like to remain anonymous, and I will elaborate by reading the first sentence. So this email says, Hey, y'all, I would like to be kept anonymous because I'm pretty sure the story I'm going to tell was me committing a felony. It was for a good reason, I swear. Stick with me on this one. Well, good choice for standing out. Yeah, let us know. We don't want to be, we're not, we're not, <laughs> hey, listen, one thing we're not is rats over here, okay? We're not the people that stole Lisa's uh, pizza, no, okay? We, we, we are not rats over here. So thank you for telling me to stay anonymous so I do not drop dime on you. Anyway, back to the email. So four years ago in, in, in July in Los I'm sorry. Four years ago in July, Los Angeles was having a record heat wave and it was exceptionally hot, uh, an exceptionally hot day reaching 110 de degrees at the mm. hottest. Yeah, that's very hot. Before we get to my crime, a short story on what led to this. Two months prior, my criminal debut, I was visiting my friend in South Central Los Angeles. I saw that movie. Me and my fiance were going back to check out, our, check out her house that she had recently moved into a few months back. The front yard of this house was shared with neighbors and the backyard was separate. I'm assuming, in my mind, when I hear South Central, I'm picturing like weight benches in the front yard, dudes with uh, really pretty braids, um, <laughs> with jail muscles and tank tops on. But yeah. I don't know much about South Central other than the movie. So that's Dickie just what I'm picturing. Converse? Yeah, Dickie Shorts Converse and they're just pumping iron in the, in, in the, uh, right in the yard, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then, the, and then they pull up in their car and the guys, some guy with like um, two barrettes in his hair is like, where are you from? <laughs> uh, so uh, that's that's my image of California. It's it's that or Laguna Beach. There's no, nothing in between. 
When we walked up, there was this adorable little puppy barking at us around the yard. My friend explained it was the neighbor's dog and that the puppy hated everyone, yet she immediately jumped into my fiance's lap. So that always feels good when a dog likes you, but everybody has a reputation of being mean. That yeah. makes, makes you feel like the dog whisperer, like Caesar Milan. Didn't something like this happen in uh, King of the Hill? Uh, uh, they or thought the Lady dog, Bird was racist. Okay, they thought Lady Bird was racist. Yeah, yeah. They thought Lady Bird was racist. But she just yeah, didn't. She just didn't like that another man was coming into his house and doing repairs because yeah. Hank Hill was like a repair guy. Yeah. So the guy was coming in to fix his hot water heater, and he could tell Lady Bird could tell Hank Lady didn't Bird, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and so she bit him. But he happened to be black. I thought I could have sworn, and it was Bernie Mac, R.I.P. The voice of Bernie Mac. I could have. I could have. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. I remember that episode, but it was somewhere like the person had a snack. Like a, a sandwich in their pocket, and the dog just fell in love with the person. But he was trying to get the snack. I don't know where this. Oh, story is. and he thought th- the guy thought the dog was nice, but it just wanted the sandwich. What? Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Wanted, like it's just like it, it was like, oh, he doesn't like anybody, but he likes you. He likes you, but you, he had like a that snack feels like pocket. a Simpsons thing. But I don't know. Yeah, that feels. I don't. I don't know. You might have just made up. A, you might have just made up. Yeah, it's something like I, you might have just, or you just might have made up like a premise for an episode of a show because that sounds funny. That sounds yeah, yeah, like you know. Then he eats the sandwich and the dog turns mean, and now yeah, you've grown this, like this attachment to them, but they don't like you at all. You're, that's yeah. that's got to be a mind fuck. So I love you. I thought you. I thought we loved each other. Like no man, I just yeah. wanted the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so I expressed. Uh, they said I expressed my concern that she was she was outside unsupervised with no collar and she could fit through the front gate and get hit by a car. My friend told me the neighbors don't care and that she had anonymously dropped a tip to the animal control because they were abusive to their previous dog, whom they ultimately let die in the backyard after not feeding him and keeping him chained with no food or water. Oh, my God. Jesus. Wow. Is that not like a crime? It's, it's yeah, right. it feels like it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animal cruelty is should be come with some kind of penalty. Yeah. Anyway, I was obviously horrified by this and couldn't believe that they had already had another dog. Back to the extra hot day in July. Uh, my friends, my friend tells me that they've had this new puppy locked in a crate that is too small for her to stand up outside all day long without food or water and in 110 degree weather. My fiance is furious and decides that we are not letting this happen twice and we're going to go and get that dog out of there. We drive down to my friend's house in South Central, pull up down the street, and I get out of the car leaving my wallet, my phone, and anything that could identify me. Okay, all right, you really took this like Ocean's Eleven, seriously. Uh, (laughs) A ski mask on to do what I think you're about to do is uh, extreme, but, you know, I get it. I guess you're also committing a crime too, so I guess you want to be extra careful. I walk up to the house, see where the yard is, where the yard, I see where in the yard the dog is. My friend has moved her into the shade under the living room window where I can see people watching TV. So they can see the people who are neglecting the dog in the house, in the air conditioning, I'm assuming, enjoying a nice day. And this dog's in the sweltering heat. As I walk up, though, one of the guys that lives there comes out of the front door and walks towards the gate. So I keep walking and acting casual, making sure not to look obvious that I was trying. Huh? She had a ski mask on. Yeah, right. Walking. <laughs> degree black, ski mask. black ski mask, black hood up, gloves on. <laughs> do, do, do. Black shades on. Nice day, huh? Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, the, 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 the person in, in question plays it cool and, you know, tries to make it not seem super sketchy or anything like that. Um, uh, he proceeds to go across the street to the church and I cut around the alley behind the house, not realizing that it's a dead end. My friend goes outside to pretend she's wearing, she's watering her plants to keep an eye out. And my fiance is still walking 
is still waiting in the car with her little sister freaking out. Why'd you guys bring the little sister? With a little sister, you can't bring, don't bring the little siblings on the hijinks. Not on the shenanigans. Uh, my little sister's in the car, her little sister's in the car freaking out because they don't know where I went and they can't get a hold of me because I left my phone, because he left his phone in the car. I try and turn back around after realizing that I'm not, that I'm going down a dead end, uh, dead end alley, but another dog that is just roaming around on the streets is barking at me and I'm and drawing a lot of attention and trying to bite me. So it's just random. Do- scary. Yeah, street dog is South Central, man. This is what South Central is. It's just loose dogs. Yeah, it's crazy. Loose dogs, (laughs) dudes with barrettes and jail muscles walking to church. Um, So I casually hop a fence. Oh, you're now you're breaking all kind of laws. Now you're breaking. Because at first I was like, they're going to go jump the fence of the person who's hurting a dog. Now you're just jumping into random people's yards. Um, Yeah. So like uh, he says, he casually hops the fence and break into someone else's yard. Yeah. Yeah. At least he acknowledges it and walk, walk out the other side. People are looking at me funny at this point, but thankfully I'm in South Central and people mind the damn business. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm making around the corner. I think they meant walking. I'm walking around the corner and notice that my fiance is gone and start freaking out because I'm trying to figure out what happened. <laughs> she ditched you, bro. She left you stranded in South Central. It's like training day. Anyway, thankfully she pulls up behind me shortly after that and... And I yell at her saying, where did you go? Why would you move the getaway car? And she yells back at me, I thought you got jumped. So you left him? Nah, you might want to right. reevaluate that situation. I'm sure it's love. Hey, I'm, you know what? Let me take that back. I'm sure it's love. But that's crazy. Maybe she's saying, I thought you were getting jumped. So I was coming to bring the car to find you. Nah, dang. Nah, I, just, <laughs> I rolled out. Leo, Leo. I'm not getting jumped. <laughs> I'm not getting jumped, too. Uh, so that, so, uh. And then I heard my friend say on the car speaker, realizing now that she's on the phone. Okay, yeah, the, so the, fo- the, the friend's on the phone and the voice is coming out through the car. Okay. Um, on the phone with my fiance, shut up and do it and do it. Church is getting out soon, but the coast is clear. So they're like, some, a voice came out of the car. Like, yeah, like, like Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Like, get it done now. He's like, what the fuck? It's his friend coming out of the car speakers. <laughs> I break into the front yard, crawl across the lawn, ooh, Mission Impossible style, and snatch the dog. And then hear people talking in the church, get across the street, and I take off running, hop into the car, and we peel out. My friend runs inside, and not 30 seconds later, there's a knock at her door with people asking where their dog went. Uh-oh. Thankfully, they never found out it was us or that my friend was involved. We only had the dog for three more years after she died due to a tragic accident. But I'm oh, so man. thankful. She's rough life for this dog. But I'm so thankful for the time that we had that we gave her some time living in a home. That's, that's very sweet. Sorry this was a bit long, but hopefully I get to hear it on the pod and enjoy the story. Yes, um, this was absolutely crazy. Uh, applause you know, yeah, for you, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, doing something out of the kindness of your heart, saving a dog uh, is always the right thing to do. You know, if, if you see a dog being mistreated, um, so that's really cool that you did that. And whatever the tragic accident was, I'm sure it was a better, a better way to go than like dying in the heat, uh, uh being neglected. So well, yeah, both ways would be tragic. Tragic. <laughs> when I hear tragic, I mean like, it's, it's like, nah, we, we don't have to get into it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad the dog got to live hey, a nice three That years. is a risky, 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 uh, mission right there. I don't know. I don't know if I'm down. For yeah. That. Cause there's know. no explanation. L- like LA. Yeah, no, man. Like you're going around stealing people's dogs out of people's yards. That's crazy. But I, I support you if, if, if what you said was happening was happening. I have no reason not to believe you. 
So yeah, sure. That's good. I'm I salute you stealing. Yeah. But if you caught um, one to, if you caught a bullet to the ass, I'd have been like, uh, hey man, that's the game you play. That's the game you play. <laughs> I see somebody army crawling across my lawn. I'm letting it rip. Yeah, the hammer's coming out. I don't know who out. you are. Yeah. I don't know who you are. Kablamo. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Kablam like, cartoon style. Yeah. That's pow. <laughs> Zim, zam, pow, bat. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a lot of cartoon noises happening <laughs> right. on Figaro or wherever in South Central he is. It's going to be getting real interesting. It sounds like 4th of July. Pew, pew. Yeah, it's been crazy. Go. Bullets ricocheting off the fence, the dog cage. No, I don't know. What, what is this guy? Who's this? <laughs> what are you, a pervert? Some guy in a ski mask crawling across your lawn in the middle of the daytime? Churches yeah. across the street? Okay, we're going to do one more email. Ooh, okay, we got a hoarder story to, to, end, the, to end this episode. We got a hoarder Ooh, okay. story. You know, I love a hoarder story, friends. Yeah. Just the psychology of being a hoarder is something that's always fascinated me. So Every um, time I see one, I go hoarder. Every time I see one outside, yeah, like you see car like car holders. Oh like yeah, yeah. You spot them. You just say it out. It's, it's you know it's involuntary at this point. And they always drive like Chevy Cavaliers for some reason. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is that a roomy car? I don't really know much about the Chevy I Cavalier. I don't know. It's always always have a Chevy Cavalier. I don't know why. Every time I see one, they got the same car. <laughs> okay. Crazy. So this one says, Tales from the Hood, Idaho Hoarder Story. Once again, before we get into this, affirmativemurder at gmail.com. Tales from the Hood. Get them into us. We'd love to hear what's going on in your neck of the woods. I feel like Al Roker when I said that. Um, hope he's doing better, by the way. Is he, he didn't die, right? He was, wasn't I'm feeling... He's still alive? Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's still alive. Did he die? Wait, Fred, did Al Roker die? I know he lost a lot of weight, right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I heard he I wasn't he doing died. very well. I don't think he died. Though. I think he's feeling better. He was, he was sick. I think he's feeling... I don't think Al Roker died. But anyway, let, always yeah. get him and uh, what's his name mixed up? The, um, the guy from uh, um, American Idol. Now Randy Jackson is not doing very well, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> I was just saying. We're gonna move on. I always get mixed yeah, up. I got you. We're gonna move on. This one says the tale from the hood, Idaho story. Interesting. Thank you so much for the person. That, um, thank you for you to to you. Um, it says hi, Alvin and Fran. Please don't use my name, and I've altered the names in the story just in case. Oh, I thought kid committing the crime again. N- n- well, I don't know. I think they're just—I oh, okay. think they're just about to drop serious dime on somebody and tell tell all somebody's business, which I'm all for. Listen, if you want to use this platform to tell all somebody's business, please. <laughs> you, I, I love it. I'm a chatty patty. I love hearing about people's shit going on. I'm here for it. So yes, here you go. Since I know you like a story about hoarders, <laughs> we just discussed it. But you know we do. Uh, and crazy neighbors. I thought I would write in about my parents' neighbor, Crazy Joe. Yes, everyone calls them that, and they live in Idaho, so they don't really care if it's PC or not. What's what? Oh, crazy, I guess. Anyway, I know you'll have a sidebar uh, here about a flyover state, and yes, yes, it might. Yes, it might is. It mighty is, maybe? There was a Y missing, or maybe that's Idaho talk. I don't really know much about Idaho. Other than Frank. <laughs> Idaho slang. <laughs> yeah, it might is. I'm, I don't know. I guess that's how they get down over there in Idaho. All I know about Idaho is Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean said he had a condo to sell somebody down there in a song one time. That's all I know about Idaho and potatoes. I like potatoes. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough to go to a whole state. So, um, yeah. but so I'm gonna probably fly. I'm gonna ch- elect to probably fly over that one. Um, Fran, I, I know you like uh, football, college football. Maybe go see a college football game in Idaho, or are you flying over that too? Yeah, we're gonna fly, yeah we're gonna fly right over that anonymous person. We're, yeah, you were right. We're gonna we're gonna fly right over that. And this is all the flyover talk you're getting about Idaho because they make good even, potatoes, right? They have good potatoes. They make like a, they make potatoes. Okay, I think that, that like they grow them. They grow yeah they they like the potato state. 
Yeah, they're like, Georgia, yeah. I think that's like, I think that's their claim to fame is that they're the potato <laughs> okay. state, the spuds, right. the spud state, or something like that. I'm sure they have some kind of better name for it, All which right. I would hope that means they do great things with those potatoes, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't know Idaho. Yeah, Idaho, you Idaho. I don't. Isn't that like a joke? Well, like I, an elementary school joke? Probably, maybe. <laughs> it it sounds that like is, it. I'll tell you what. That's all I know. Idaho, Utaho. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It works, I guess. You know, maybe we should go. There's a lot of potential <laughs> down there in Idaho. Idaho, Utah. Uh, so, so they don't care about being PC. And yes, we had our little flyover discussion. Joe lives in the house on the corner, surrounded by unkept grass, or unkept trees, and, and with old vehicles, various bits of machinery, and items that were probably useful at some point, but are far beyond it now. So yeah, this is a classic hoarder for sure. Yes. Old rusty cars with no wheels on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking my language. He sometimes has peacocks. Okay. Until they get eaten by coyotes. Oh, I'm definitely flying over Idaho. This is all crazy. So there's wild. You can pe- have those as a pet, or is that he just like? I th- I feel like she's saying, or they are saying that like this person just has wild peacocks in their yard. There's a. Or does he re up on pet peacocks, and then they keep getting they, eaten by coyotes? Are they just walk? Are peacocks just walking around in the wild? Is that I like did not know that. I thought they were so beautiful. I thought these were like I thought they were like cows. Like they're all domesticated. Hey, I thought they was. I, I would you know for, to me a, a peacock is like a very majestic type of animal. Yeah, you don't just see I that out in the, in the woods. Yeah, so I thought you keep them. They stay in zoos or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I thought a peacock was like a parakeet or like a parrot. Like you you yeah. get it because you want it. Yes. You know. Yes. I guess parrots exist in the wild, but people know what I'm, they know what we're saying. Like you, you gotta know, really you gotta jump through some hoops to get those type of yeah those type of animals. Let me let me rephrase. I'm sure peacocks exist in the wild, obviously, but I wouldn't right. think Idaho is where they exist in the wild. Yeah. I would have thought like Africa or the Brazil or something yes. like that. Not fucking Idaho. But if there's wild peacocks walking around Idaho, I mean, I don't, we might have to reconsider. I don't know, man. That, that would be nice to see. For sure. You just walk up, just see a, pe- a peacock walking down the side of the highway? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Now, hey, I'm telling you what, you're starting to, you're starting to pique my interest. I'm still going to fly over the state, but I'm For thinking sure. about it. So, yeah, they have these peacocks, and he, the crazy Joe would have these peacocks in his yard until they get, eat, get eaten by coyotes. Um, he would have chickens and a myriad of wild cats and kittens. I only see him out rarely and always with overall pants on tucked into rubber boots and a, a fishing hat pulled down over his wild white hair. Well, this guy sounds like a real dirtbag. <laughs> uh, none of us go to his house, clearly. Uh, he apparently answers the door with his gun in his hand. Yes, cliche for Idaho. But there is a reason for that. Okay. So is there's a reason. PTSD? Oh, maybe. Yeah. It sounds like, and this sounds like that uh, movie, See No Evil, where the uh, blind guy uh, is actually a, a killer. His house is, yeah, has his house booby trapped. It's like Home Alone, but rated R. Mm. Highly recommend that movie. Uh, ooh, man, it's crazy. It's like old grizzled man and he's blind as shit. But if you, these kids try to break into his house and. What is it he, called? See No Evil. See No Evil. They try to break into his house. He cuts off all the lights in the power box and just fucks them up with booby traps and killing them and stuff. It's like, it's literally like, like yeah, it's literally like Home Alone, but R-rated and adult and and gruesome and grisly. And like the way that he does stuff, he'll have like like somebody walk into a room and he has like a string on the doorway. So like a bell ring. So he knows they went in that room because he can't see. And he knows the room. He knows the house like the back of his hand. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, um, maybe he's like that, but I don't think so. Cause he's, he's a, if he's a hoarder, he's not blind. Cause you can't, everything's, there's clutter everywhere. You gotta be organized. You can't be blind in the house and, and not be organized. What's organized? Huh? You said what? Say it again. You can't be blind in the house and not be organized. Cause you gotta have pathways and know where stuff is. They can't be newspaper Organized piles to and, what extent? What do you mean by organized? You know, walkways and you just gotta know the but layout. There's no organization when you're a hoarder. 
You That's what like, I'm saying. You can't. Oh, okay. I'm saying he. Oh, I got you. This guy's definitely not like the guy from the movie because oh, okay, if you. he was, he wouldn't be a hoarder. Because you gotta be, you gotta be organized in your house, okay. walking around, gotta know where the Folgers coffee is. <laughs> okay, so they said there's a reason for him having a gun. Anyway, across the road, he owns property with a shed that is about to fall over, and many, many rusted out old cars that have been there so long that the grass and the trees have grown around them, and in some cases through the cars. It is a typical rust paradise that I suppose many people associate with rural Idaho. I did pretty good on that one that time. I'm sh- I'm guessing this dude was sane at some point. I'm sure yeah. most most hoarders there's some kind of break. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why a, a loved one dies, the stress, something you time sometimes you just get. So there's a tipping point for like this guy might have been like a used car. Like, you know how people something. flip cars or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get too many cars, something. something like that. Then you get yeah. too many cars and you're just like, oh, I'll get to that project next week. And then next week turns into a year. But then you keep yeah. getting cars. And now you have 50 cars and none of them are working. And, you, and you're just like, but I got to get to that one I said I would get to first. But I can't get to it anymore because it's surrounded by a bunch of other. Yeah, yeah. And it's, just, it's just it's slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, slippery slope. And then you just, when you get so behind, you're just like, fuck it. Been many a days I had so bunch of stuff on my plate that I just went, man, we'll do this tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it just can't do it today. So, however, in Joe's case, I think there might have been a reason behind his hoarding tendencies. Okay. I asked my mom recently, and, and apparently there was a murder that took place in his house. I looked it up the best I could to verify details, but I'll change the names just in case. There is very little out there. The house belonged to Joe's sister, Mary, and her husband, Ken. There are no witnesses, but a history of domestic disturbances between, the, the, between Mary and the husband. Locals think, and very likely, that the sister and husband got into a fight and Joe's brother, Bill, arrived to break it up. Unfortunately, the husband had an assault rifle and shot the sister and brother, then turned the gun on himself. Oh, shit. The triple murder rocked this tiny town of only 297 people in 1997. 297 people. That, that's a school. Yeah. It isn't much bigger than that now. The it other, isn't? It isn't. Oh. So it's probably still under 1,000, I would imagine. Jesus Christ. I mean, like, Whoa. way. Not even. Yeah. Probably like 520 or something like that. Like 1997. So, so was he, he was living in the house or no? It was. That I don't. That I, I didn't pick up on that. I, okay. It was. It, they said that she in the in the in the email. They're saying His the house, but before he the yeah the house she owned it. So maybe it went to him after she died, or he moved in, or I don't know. Okay. He was living there too, because um, I would assume he would have died. His, they said his other brother showed up to help to break up the disturbance. So I would assume that means he wasn't there. Hmm. Uh, the other caveat to this story is the victims were from a Mormon family, and were two of eleven kids which is probably why there isn't a lot of information out there. The Mormon community keeps happenings very quiet. Ooh. Descendants of the family, other than Joe, still live in the area, and one works with my dad, and it's still a point of hardship. I can only imagine how it could affect you living in the house that it happened in. I wanted to share this sad story in hopes that we can be reminded that people that are hoarders sometimes have unmanaged traumas, in their past, I would say that all a lot, most of the time, I would agree with that for for sure. Um, so yeah, let's remind people of that. People aren't just hoarders because they're dirty. Some you know, when a, a real hoarder, there's something they they need help. So uh, love the show and listening to you guys talk reminds me of the time I lived in D.C. slash Maryland area for graduate school. I made I made great friends and listening to you guys weekly makes me feel closer to them. 
Really enjoy your perspectives on current events and how you make each and how you make each other and me laugh. So glad I found your podcast. I'm glad too, uh, anonymous person. Uh, and shout out to you. Thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for the support. Um, yeah. I, um, but what do you think that um, it may affect him? I know it was his sister. But what do you think mm-hmm. it would affect him more if he lived in the house when this happened? Oh, yeah, for sure. For some more. But I think it still probably affects you to live in that. I get what you're saying. Like for that to be the break. Yeah, it probably it probably be it would have been worse if he was there and saw it with his own eyes. But yeah, I mean, he still lost his brother, his sister. And I'm assuming yeah, yeah. her husband he had some kind of relationship with. So I feel like the trauma of that rocked him. He probably moved in to help, you know, get it straight, you know, take care of her affairs and her brother, his brother's affairs and then never left. And then probably never dealt with the trauma of like being in the house where his brother and his sister were killed and then just stayed and then stopped picking up. Probably maybe it even was too hard to start cleaning up, but you already moved in and now you're just like not touching certain rooms. Cause that's where they live. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's complicated in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. So no excuse for you to be answering the door with a gun. And well, I guess, you know, well, no, again, he wasn't there. I don't know. Like that's what, what I'm, he, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like for, him to be, for him to be fidgety or anything traumatic. Like I mean, uh, being, um, what's the, whatever, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Traumatized. Traumatized. Yeah. He I understand like being, that all that makes yeah. sense, being uh, um, terribly sad for the rest of your life that you, both your family members were killed in this house. I get that. But like being traumatized, like you're scared to open the door. Like, first yeah. of all, this wasn't a stranger. This wasn't a home invasion. I don't know. I don't want to critique this guy for being sad. I know. I'm just, I'm, it's but just, I just, I, said, but like, yeah, I get what you're yeah, saying. I get yeah, what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. Because like, um, why move in the house? Like, I yeah. Like if you're scared, you know, don't do, don't go, don't move in there. You don't have to do that. Um, but you know, something, or maybe he would, maybe he did. Maybe this is the only place he had to live. Maybe he might've been on hard times. Maybe know? the inside of his house is immaculate. And it's like, right. Maybe outside. he does that to keep people away. Like it's like a, it's like a trick. Like he's actually <laughs> super rich. It's like a super yeah. rich. And it, it's like, people go, it's dirty in there. Like we, we're not going to rob that house. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got like marble floors and six, seven inch TVs everywhere. It's <laughs> trick. You guys are falling for it. The person that sent the email in falling for it, staying away. Yeah. He's got all kind of jewels and everything. And they're living like a sheep. Um, yeah, but uh, guys, this has been, uh, we're happy to be back. We would love to, you know, uh, get into a, a groove, maybe fire off a couple of these. But in order to do that, we need to hear from you guys. So affirmativemurder at gmail.com. Get those emails in, Tales from the Hood, um, Hoarder Stories. You know, I survived. Does anybody out there have a story on their, a, a testimony on their chest of something that happened to them that was crazy that you just feel like you need to tell the world and you want to do it anonymous, anonymously or put your name to it? Please, affirmativemurder at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you hey always be on the lookout and don't commit crimes people <laughs> just in general <laughs> just don't commit crimes. <laughs> leave it at that uh see you guys next time <laughs>